Welcome to the podcast of Stav, Abby and Matt. We appreciate that you've downloaded it. Um, Stav and Abby aren't even in the studio, so I've just started recording. Stav's turned up with a glass of wine. It's sparkling water. Oh, in a wine glass. Yes. that's. I know there is white wine, but it's not normally actually clear. <laughs> Wait. Uh, this is a... Yes, it's a white. I find it very strange that people who go, oh, I can't drink sparkling water. It tastes, it tastes weird. Because there's no taste to it. Sparkling water is just a light. It's just fizzy water. Yeah. It has no taste. It has no taste. So, I don't know. I find that strange. People are like, oh, it's disgusting. I wasn't here for the podcast yesterday, but I believe you did talk about BJ. Oh, yes. And you've, I've, I've seen you've got an email. But remember, that gets at the end of the podcast. Oh, okay. Shout outs go at the end because we need to make you listen for the whole thing. Right. So wait for the whole podcast for the BJ. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Joel Creasy. Good morning to this man. Uh, Joel Creasy. Hi. Good morning, guys. How's it going? Very good. Your comedy festival show is coming up, the Brisbane Comedy Festival, tickertech.com.au. Buy up now. It's going to be brilliant, right? It's going to be great. I love it. At the Powerhouse. Um, I love coming up to Brisbane, having a few drinks, going to Fluffy or The Beat. Oh, um, Sunday night. Yeah, absolutely. Brisbane's like a party town. I like it. Does Fluffy still happen? Yeah. Wasn't oh, it, no. It was at the Something family, happens. and the family oh. has shut down, I think. Oh, really? Oh, no. I'm going to have to find somewhere else to get drunk See, on a Sunday. Come well, to my I remember house. a conversation <laughs> you told me about the beat, and um, I hope I'm not going to speak out of school. Oh, bugger. I'll do it. Um, tell me. You were telling me about last time you went to the beat, and I think it was there, and you were playing pool, and remember you were doing it with your old fellow um, people that were in I'm a Celebrity, oh. Get Me Out of Here, and they paired up, and I was like, That's- they are not a couple. That's where Lauren Brandt and Barry Hall were like hooking up and uh, on the pool table. She was yes. on top, very, very dom. And, um, and yeah, yes. and I was like, oh my God, I can't believe you're hooking up. And now they have a baby together. Yeah, I know. And Is I was that like, where they got pregnant, you reckon? I know. Christy Swan and I did it in a bathroom in Melbourne, but Lauren Brandt and Barry Hall, they did it at the beach. That would have to be the first baby conceived at the beach in the history of the beach ever. I, I know. I was like, don't come and flash your heterosexuality around here. Right. But it was after your gig as well. So they obviously went to your gig, gig um, felt the love. Yes, I'm a real aphrodisiac, and now they've got a really cute baby, and yeah. um, and so I'm kind of stoked with myself. So hey, come along to my show in Brisbane, and you might um, you might end up nine months later with with, with child. Did um, <laughs> Barnaby Joyce ever come to one of your shows? Maybe that's what ah. happened. <laughs> Barnaby Joyce should come to one of my shows because I think I could teach him a thing or two. Um, although I don't think he'd fit through the door because every time I see Barnaby in an interview, that hat just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It's outrageous. It's yeah. like a satellite dish at this point. He's mm. not like, don't look at my scandal, look at my hat. Yeah. I know. Mm. Stop, stop distracting me, Barnaby. It's working. I'm talking about the hat. <laughs> <laughs> and Matt, well, the things come out. I'm sure you're up on the news. It may not even be his baby, he said. Uh, it's actually mine, so um, <laughs> you heard it here first. I know he, what, he's ridiculous, but it's a great time for comedians. Mm. Um, we've got to really thank Barnaby because it's comedy festival season, and he yes. is he is delivering. Yes. <laughs> and uh, how was Mardi Gras for you? <gasps> well, I got to. Uh, sorry, I just did the gay gas. No, um, I interviewed Cher. Yes. Yes. Um, which is very exciting, and um, and it was because like that. I, the SBS just gave me a microphone and, and went get her. 
And I said, what, I can't crash tackle Cher to the floor. And so they're like, no, just get her, just get her. And so I went running down the parade path at her. And like these 10 like flight attendants who were sort of flanking her because they were, she was on the Qantas float, like blocked me as mm. if I was like running from economy through to business class. <laughs> and um, they're like, you're not coming at her. And then anyway, I got the interview and I actually asked her about Trump and she was all worked up. And then I asked her what her favourite emoji is because I don't know if you follow her on Twitter, but she kind of just tweets and talks in emojis. And she goes, oh, the cake emoji. And I was like, you are honestly just a stereotype of a stereotype share, and I love it. <laughs> what do you think about her uh, having to come out? And she she apologised for getting a picture with Malcolm Turnbull. Oh, I think it's such a lot of crap. She didn't yeah. know who it was. Um, and also, it's the Prime Minister, and she was in our country. Of course, she's going to take a photo with you. Yeah. I think it was so unfair, and the gays just need to chill out. I think there's um, uh, I think the gays' emotions were just a little bit high on Monday and Tuesday. Uh, I'm not sure why. And I think that's why that they were decided to attack Cher. Um, I was like, chill out, guys. Chill out. Do you, do you think, though, now that the gay marriage has gone through, which is amazing, I think mm-hmm. it's, it's a brilliant thing for our, for our country... Do you think that the gay community will ever give Malcolm Turnbull any sort of sort of kudos for it, or is everyone just filthy? Nah, that- nah, nah, he's not getting anything. Sorry, Ke- sorry, Queen. Um, I mean, I voted <laughs> no, so I can't really talk for the whole community. But uh, <laughs> no, um, oh, I, uh, you're joking there, right? No, I'm joking. Of yeah, course, yeah, I'm yeah, joking. Yeah, yeah. Um, although that said, I did lose a lot of material the day the yes vote went through, so uh, I was thrilled. Yeah. But I was like, damn it. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Ma- Malcolm's not getting anything. So. He he came, he got to come to Mardi Gras and get a photo with Cher. That's all we'll give him. Yeah, that's yeah. enough. That's Is enough. that yeah. too much pressure though when the vote goes in? Because I know that you're loved up. Because I what, I stalk you on Instagram. You know how much I love you and see your beautiful yeah. boyfriend. Um, oh, thanks, baby. Jack, but is that too much pressure when you like everyone's like, hey, it's gone vote, and you're like, Ugh. oh yeah, a lot of people like when are you getting married. I'm like, yeah. n- n- not anytime soon. Yeah, and you always to had to, world. Yeah, you had to dodge <laughs> that question because no one would ask it. I know, no one used to ask it. Now, now, now that that's all they ask. And yeah, no, no way. I, I mean, I'm looking forward to the gay divorce, but. <laughs> um, no, not getting married yet. But I, I, I think I would throw a good party. You yeah, could totally you come by. Yeah, that'd be great. When are you going to have kids then? Uh, well, I've got to get back to the beat and um, and get on the pool table. <laughs> get on the pool would table that Lauren and Barry or? were on. If I, if I um, see you walk in there with Barry Hall, <laughs> we're going to know um, what's going on. Imagine imagine if I was had Barry Hall's baby. That would just be wonderful. It'd be good headlines. Uh, well, buddy, uh, looking forward to the show. Ticketech.com.au. You're going to be at the Brisbane Comedy Festival. Always a pleasure. Uh, Joel Creasy, nice to see you. Uh, thanks so much, guys. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Can you make a headline ring? You can ask us anything. 131060, Jason, you're on the air, buddy. What do you want to talk about? Uh, just the uh, accident on the highway. Oh, yeah, you're travelling on there, buddy? Yeah, I um, literally just got back on the highway. It's taken me two and a half hours to do that diversion. Oh. Yeah, right. Wow. Well, they were expecting to open the uh, the Bruce uh, Highway after the the accident around about seven o'clock. So yeah. Soon. So you move you're moving again now southbound. So well, they're still diverting around. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. So it's still not so, great. Okay. okay. So M1 um at the uh, way Bruce Bruce, Bruce, uh, highway. Bruce Highway. Sorry, yeah. Bruce Highway. I keep saying M1. Bruce Highway southbound. At the Way Bridge has been a, a bad accident, so avoid that if you can. Elle's in Hamilton. Elle, what do you got for us on first calls? I just wanted to talk about that three-day rule. In my opinion, if a guy even waits more than 24 hours, you need to just ditch them and not even go on a second date. Yeah, Elle, we were just talking about this off-air, and I think you're 100% correct, but back in our days, before you had... 
like the iPhones or the Tinder or anything like that. It used to be kind of about three days. But no, I, I agree now. I'm like, if it's not instant, then who cares? Legit what about a call? What if a guy met you out at night and they got your number? Yeah. Rather than text, if they called you the next day, does that get more points than just a, a text? I think that would, like, freak me. But, I, yeah, <laughs> it would get more points. I'd just be a bit like, why? What if they turned up at your house with all their stuff back? <laughs> uh, that's when I go, no. <laughs> so calling is too keen. It's too keen. I think even a text message after yeah. you've met someone is quite nice. Like, hey, great to meet yeah, you. Yeah, not too long. Yeah. Right, okay. Not like a long essay. So right. glad that I'm not in the dating world. It's too many rules. So are the women. Melanie. Oh, yeah, they are. <laughs> the men are very disappointed, though. Hey, um, I don't mind if a gay man hit something. Oh, buck up. Melanie, you're on the air. Hi. Oh, hi. Uh, so I'm just calling about dashboard bingo yesterday. Yes. I was five kilometres off, sitting <gasps> in my garage from 6am until 7am, until my children walked in and asked me what the hell I was doing. And I was so disappointed, guys. So oh. I better win it today. <laughs> so we, you were 5Ks away from the number that we called out. Yeah, so I was 5Ks over, so if I'd done that, I would have driven around. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, guys. I don't think you would have done that in the five minutes, though. Yeah. Oh, I could have. You never know. Yeah, yeah, If the police are listening, no, you wouldn't have. (laughs) No. (laughs) True Uh, that. I don't think I can afford any more. Trying to work out the maths. Surely if you were going, like, 50Ks an hour, you would do 5Ks in five minutes? I have no idea. I'm not very good at maths. (laughs) I am. Clearly. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Brisbane restaurants have lost hundreds of dollars in trade through an elaborate scam by a group of Irish gypsies. They're accused of eating like kings in a number of venues and slipping glass in their meals so they don't have to pay a cent. They've terrorised our great city. Yes. They've terrorised southeast Queensland. It is an issue, Maddie, but I just want to know what are you going to fill your life with after this story <laughs> finishes because your obsession with it well, for starters, is out of control. I want to say I'm very upset that the police let these people leave the country. They, they had their reasons. They stole tw- $25,000, $30,000 from an old man saying they would repair his roof and then it's, they left the country because it was too hard to charge them and deal it, with them. It was too hard. They thought they'd get off. But still, we had to do something. But anyway, that's okay. you know what? I'm not. I'm not a police no, no, officer. The police did what they thought was right. <laughs> yes, they did. Yes. It was wrong. But Generally, it's what that's they what police right. do. Do not all. Wow. Um, so here's the deal, right? Yeah. We've been working hard back end to try and find the gypsies. We've talked a lot about the gypsies. Talked to victims. We've done it all. Yeah, unleash our own brand of justice. That's yeah. that's right. We are Batman, the Justice League. That's, <laughs> that's, oh yeah! That's now you got me are. excited. That's yeah. cool. Uh, Who do I get to be? You'd be Wonder Woman. Yeah, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, Um, So what we did is we did a little bit of back-end work, right? Are you Robin? Yes, 100% would be Robin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Does all the work (laughs) but never takes the credit. Sure. Uh, So we've got a phone number from one of the victims of these scammers. Um, We managed to put it into Facebook Mm -hmm. and track down a man who we suspect is linked to it. He looks very similar to the man in the photos. We rang him via Facebook we spoke to him. Now, with broadcast laws, when you record someone, you have to then get their permission to air it, and we followed all of that up. We've checked with our lawyers, done all that stuff. Yeah. Now, when we've called him back, 
he said, no, I don't want to be on the radio. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. I find that really weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit strange. Yeah. It's a bit suspicious. It's a bit suspicious. So he wants to remain anonymous. So but get what, to your idea. What we are allowed to do is reenact it. Like... Australia's Most Wanted style. Yeah. Right? Now, Steph said he would volunteer to do the Irish accent. That wasn't enough for Maddie. Maddie <laughs> wants to know if there's anyone listening who has a Scottish accent. You have to be no, male. I, Irish. Let's go with Irish. Uh, sorry, Irish, Irish. And who can come in today. So yes. we've got two people on the line. Are you going to audition them? Yes. So first of all, we're going to go to uh, to Barry. Hey, Barry. Hey, you? <laughs> How are you today, mate? Yeah, good, thanks. How are you? Very good. Tell us, t- are, are you the Irish scammer? <laughs> Oh, I could be. Oh. <laughs> yeah, could be. Um, how long have you lived here for? Uh, four and a half years or so. Oh, um, how are you celebrating this Saturday? Pardon? Oh, it's St. Paddy's Day this Saturday. How are you celebrating? Oh, I probably won't remember that. <laughs> oh, you okay. are Irish. You are uh, Irish. I just need you, to, yeah. I need you to say for me, how did you get my number? Very, how did you get my number? <laughs> say it very angrily. How did you get my number? Okay, yeah, well, good. I like good. the accent. You need to work on the acting part, though. Let's go to uh, let's go to let's go to Pierce. Pierce is in Milton, which is a little bit of a shorter drive to come into the station. Pierce, good morning. Well, good morning, man. How's it going? Oh, that's nice. How long have you been in Australia, there, Pierce? Uh, a couple of months, just. Oh, just a couple of months. You enjoying it? Yeah, I'll make it. Everyone's catching on to their scam. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. in, you're in character, right? You're in character. <laughs> Uh, or not. Anyway, so say, <laughs> how did you get my number, but in an angry tone? Like, you try not to give too much away, but at the same time, you're really annoyed. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty annoyed that you called me. I think you've got the wrong person here, to be honest. He's good. I like him. Uh, Barry, I did like you, but Pierce, you're the man for the job. You've Woo! got the gig, my friend. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, uh, Pierce, ask Manny how much it pays. How much does it pay? Uh, <laughs> cup, cup. Four pack of Guinness. Oh uh, yeah, four, uh, so we'll get you. Yeah, we'll shout you some Guinness. We'll get you four pack of Guinness. Oh, uh, happy days. Cheers. Have, okay, okay, done. Good <laughs> job. Good job, Stab. <laughs> uh, all righty, mate. Now we need you to come in later on this morning and put you back on hold to our producers. Can you come in today? We're into the studio. Yes. yes. Is that here? I don't know. I'm, I'm working. Oh, You're working. Where do you work? <laughs> uh, best end. What? Best end. Where? West end. West end. Yeah. Best, no, best friends. I make sounds. Best sounds. He makes sounds. Okay, hang on. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start marking your driveway, I tell you. I'll start marking your driveway. He's making the no. driveway. driveway. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, it's raining. You might be off. We'll, uh, we'll put you on to our producers. We'll get the logistics off the air. We are going to recreate this phone call, and we will bring it to you tomorrow in an exclusive, a suspected Irish scammer on the air. Do we get to play ourselves in the conversation? Or are you going to... Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're not going to get actors in for that, Just are saying. we? I don't know. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. I want to hear some stories on 131060, those crazy flatmate stories when you just you started living with someone it looked like it was going to go well and just disaster for whatever reason. That's, a, that's all flatmates, isn't it? Well, sometimes you get along well. But you know, you just you don't realise they're crazy until you move in. But 131060, because there is a company now that are pairing you up with the perfect flatmate and it's through DNA testing what so you've got a spit in a tube you send it into them uh-huh. sounds legit and if and anyone who does this is crazy enough to do it you shouldn't be flatmates yeah, with them I would do it and then you do a personality <laughs> test as well and I think they probably get so much on the personality test but research scientific research has said that 60% of our personality is influenced by our DNA 
Well, I guess because, yeah, you... So it's are, not your fault you're an idiot. You are <laughs> part of your DNA. parents, you know, that's what yeah. they say. And it's, their parents, and yeah. their parents before them, and, and the, then dinosaurs. And the rest <laughs> of it is affected by your environmental factors. So that's why you've got to do the personality test as well. Right. And then they will pair you up with someone that you should be looking for. And... Maybe they, they probably just go on the personality test. I think so. And then they run your DNA through a crime lab and go, this guy's a murderer, <laughs> don't move in with him. Yeah. But I've had some, I just, it makes my skin crawl of the flatmates that I've had. One Ooh. girl was, uh, she used to do, I don't know why. Hmm. She used to wear all my underwear when I wasn't at home. She was in love with you. No, she used to sleep in my bed when I wasn't there, but with people that she'd met, like guys. Oh, she wouldn't dirty her sheets up. She'd have to go and do laundry then. Everyone knows that trick. Single white female. Well, it was, and it was kind of like, I think it was the Girl Interrupted movie, because she said that she was a vegetarian. But she used to get, because we used to have so many dinner parties, and I think she used to get attention for it and used to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And then somewhere along the line, she stopped being a vegetarian, but didn't want to tell people, Mm -hmm. because it was always a special meal for her. So she used to buy chickens on the way home from work, like from Coles, and eat them, but then Mm -hmm. some put them around the house. So I found a smell and it was hanging on the back of her door. Like an alcoholic hiding their empty wine bottles. Yeah, she would, was she would hide carcasses. her carcasses. Yeah. Cool. Have you ever lived with <laughs> horrid people? Not, uh, not horrid. I lived with a girl who was a nudist. Awesome. Just nude all the time. In no, front, like, yeah, but she was just, not, and not in a sexual way or anything. It was just, she was just very open. Like sitting on the couch nude? Yep. We had a kiddie pool out, out the back and I guess... I, I was only young and I was single and it just became the norm to me as well. But the day that I went, no, it's weird, was we were sitting out in our kiddie pool, out in our courtyard, having a few drinks in the afternoon. She was topless, sunbaking. Yeah. And her mum came around to visit and her mum sat down <laughs> and just started chatting with us. Oh. And no, mum didn't take her clothes <laughs> off. But she was sitting there without a top on and I'm thinking to myself, this is, this is where it's weird. Well, her mum's already seen her naked. If it's weird, yeah. was it a you. cultural thing? Because my Swedish flatmates. No, no, no. It was just she. She didn't care. She was just free and open. And at that point, I was like, "Nah, this this is strange." How do you now. ask her to put clothes on though? You don't. You move out. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. always you don't want to have that confrontation. Uh, no, I met I met my now wife through that girl, so it all worked out well in the end. But that I found that weird, just how open she was. With I it. had a flatmate who was a guy who said that he wasn't going to put in air for any household cleaning and stuff like that because he just didn't want his area cleaned. And he's like, oh, and toilet paper, I'm not going to use it because I'm going to do number twos at work. So I won't be putting in for any of that. It's fair and we enough. Thought he, <laughs> it's fair enough. <laughs> we thought he was joking. And he was then, serious. Yeah, and then we realised. He just washed he, down in the shower, did he? Yeah, <laughs> Instead. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Housemates from hell. <laughs> there is a new house sharing uh, website that said they can get you the right housemate for you. It's just in your DNA. They do DNA testing and then they also do a personality test and they match you with your ultimate housemate. So you don't have horror stories like we're about to hear. I don't reckon you're ever meant to get along with your housemate. Why? Because then you'd never stop living with Yeah, you? You'd never find a mate. You'd never have a family. You'd just, you'd just be living in a bum share house forever. Joey and Chandler did it quite well. Exactly. Oh, cute. <laughs> Alright, so we want to know what's your horror stories from flatmates. We've got Tracy in Belmont. What happened? Um, so my flatmates drove my car while I was away. Oh, and what did they crash it or? Um, I went away and did not leave them a key. Yeah. And I don't know how they cut the key. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. They'd already, already pre done it. Wow. Um, yep. How did you find out? Uh, the next door neighbour told me. Right. 
Wow. Oh, we had spies there as well. So that's the thing. You've got to have the rules set on whether what, what, what is for drive, sharing and what isn't. You don't know? drive my car and get a key cut. Well, if, if there was a spare key laying around the house, uh, and my, if I was living with a flatmate, they had their spare key there, and I needed to borrow the car, I think I would no, just duck it out in it. I don't think you would. Well, my flatmates and I had that deal. I used to let them drive my car. Well, you, did you give them a key? No, there was just a spare key laying around. It sounds like this one was hot wiring, I think. Yeah, true. Yeah. We've got Casey from Victoria Point. What happened when you were living with someone? So I had a housemate that I knew for years. She lived upstairs and I lived downstairs. And her dog used to piss and poo on the balcony so it would drop down whilst I was outside downstairs. <laughs> she trained them to do that? <laughs> wow. <laughs> They didn't have access to go out the front, but they also weren't trained to sort of, you know, scratch at the door or whatever. Mm, So I'd be outside and next minute there's this puddle or poo just, like, dropping on my shoulder. Are you still friends? (laughs) Yeah, we're still friends. She's lovely. (laughs) But her dogs aren't. Yeah, Yeah. that's a territory thing, I think. They want their master all to themselves. Imagine if they're waiting. They go, all right, let's just sit out here. Here she comes. comes. We've got Michaela from Burpengary. What's your horror flatmate story? Well, so I um, I was young and I moved in with my brother and his very close friend in Alice Springs. Uh-huh. And um, she had this weird thing with we weren't allowed to cook meat in the house whatsoever. Right. Um, she said that when we cook meat in the house and she smells it, it actually makes her sick and it could make her that bad that she had to go to hospital. Oh, please. And so we would have to wait until she would go to work or like when we come home from work, we'd finish early we'd get home and we'd have to cook our dinner at like three o'clock in the afternoon before she got home wow. and make sure that the house was open up so the smell would go away. Did but she then, eat meat? Yeah, she ate meat. Oh, that's weird. She just, she just couldn't smell it. Like, she couldn't smell it while it was cooking. Right. She just was and trying to get out of cooking. <laughs> she, you sucker. <laughs> no, no, we used, to, we used to just cook our own meals. Right. Like, we wouldn't, we wouldn't, you know, cook for each other or anything like that mm. because I'd only just moved in from Queensland. And um, but it, this is how crazy it is. She, I wasn't allowed to get a dog a month after I. Well, sorry, I wasn't allowed to take my dog a month after I moved in. She got a dog, and then on we had a day off, and she wanted to cook um, these meals and everything for her dog, and then freeze it so then she could just feed him when she got home. Yeah. So she did a big um, slow cooker of meat and sat there the whole day. I was sitting in. My, I, for one, I wasn't even allowed to live in a bedroom. I had to live in the dining room with um, sheets and a what? cupboard. What? Michaela, I'm so sorry. I feel late. like we're taking you back there at yeah. the moment. Um, <laughs> I, I, did you realise you were living with Kim Jong-un or is it just the pennies only just dropped now? Wow. That's, that's insane. Wow. Uh, you paid rent to live in the dining room. Uh, Kristen in Sheldon, have you got a crazy flatmate story? Yes. Um, she knows who she is, Lisa. But <laughs> We, it was really, it's really sad because we were friends forever. Right. And then suddenly we moved in together in Sydney Mm. and then she just went psycho on me. I was having a good life and I don't think she was and she got really jealous. We ended up nearly having 50 cups. Oh, wow. I won this hamper. I mean, I was given this hamper at work and it had all these beautiful sauces and stuff like that. We were standing out in front of the bedroom door and we were, yeah, this is when it was starting to get a bit weird and she ended, she had this sauce in her hand and she ended up throwing it all over the carpet and smashing everywhere and this is like the day before we had to move out and get the uh, unit all clean so i ended up cleaning all that the the 
we rented out the garage to make money. The garage was left in a mess, obviously. She didn't help clean it up. So the real estate agent and I ended up cleaning the garage out. Then, to top it all off, when we ended up getting our bond back, for some reason it all accidentally all went into her name, mm. into her bank account, $300, mm. and I never got that money. So she, in the end, she was just like a total... Oh, my God. I can't believe she just... <laughs> You're over it now, though, which is good. Yes, that's yeah. very good. Okay. <laughs> Go home and hug your flatmate uh, uh, this afternoon, everyone. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Stav, Abby and Matt's Under the Thumb. Under my thumb. Yeah, I love playing this game. It's a lot of fun. We all know... We, we You know when you're in a relationship who actually has the power. You know, and it's always the, the girl. Woman. <laughs> oh, and you know, suppressed boys. It, yes, it's tough being a man these days. Oh, it honestly is. You're doing a great job. Thank you, honey. I appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, so right now, uh, we've got a beautiful couple on the line. We're going to uh, meet first, Dale. Hi, Dale. Hey, how are you? Now, buddy. Dale, you're a, a big Broncos fan. Uh, to be honest, I'm uh, actually a big a Campbell supporter. Oh, I need to be a bit of a Broncos okay. fan. So. That's all right. Well, they are playing each other, so that works in well. But uh, Jonathan Thurston, Matty's been telling me it might be his last game in Suncorp, so I guess you being yeah. a Cowboys fan, you'd love to be able to see that. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. had I had an idea, Dale, because I'm going to the game on Friday too. I want to somehow sneak onto the pitch and cut out a piece of grass where he steps. <laughs> it's not a secret now, hun. And hold, you yeah, know, no one else, no one listens. Okay. And then sell that. What do you reckon? That's a good idea. I think you're in with the run there. Give it a go. You need proof of it as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, you need yeah. him to sign it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one of those certificates on the back. But uh, yeah. you do have the best wife um, ever because your beautiful wife Danielle has said that you deserve tickets, and we're going to give them to you. Tickets to the Broncos versus Cowboys game. Oh, beauty, that'd be great. Yeah. Everybody, it's all thanks to Fox Sports. Live stream the 2018 NRL Telstra Premiership on Fox League. You can get two weeks free as well at foxsports.com.au. We've got your lovely wife on the phone with you right now as well. Danielle, good morning. Good morning. That was very nice of you. <laughs> I try, I try. <laughs> so nice of you, we feel like we should reward you. Oh, yeah. Now, you're a huge Ed Sheeran fan, right? Yeah. What would you say if we said we've got Ed Sheeran tickets for you? That would pretty, be pretty amazing. <laughs> well, we do. Congrats. Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> but it does mean you can't take Dale, and if you take the tickets, it also means Dale can't go to the footy. <laughs> That's the. Deal. I love that awkward laugh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so Danielle, you get to make the decision. What do you want now? Well, before she does, do you, well, we might step back. Thing. We might step back and let you guys chat. We'll let you, you talk it out. You can talk it out between yeah. each other, okay? And you're not allowed to take each other to the respective shows. So we'll be back in 20 <laughs> seconds. Go for it. Okay. Today you leave and we're on the phone together, Dale? Yep. <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah, the footy. Footy? You go the footy? Footy, footy. footy. I owe you. I owe you this one. <laughs> all right, all right. Big brownie points. <laughs> brownie points, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> Uh, that'd be good. That'd be pretty awesome. I think you say thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, we need to know why you owe him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what happened, Dale? Dale? <laughs> what have you been up to? Oh, I owe him. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, no, no. I've been trying to get this game for years and it just hasn't 
hasn't worked out. So it's the last JT game too, so that made it harder. <laughs> oh, you are a wonderful oh, woman. The first woman what? ever in the history of this competition to give up her prize for her husband. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> good on you. We're oh, going to send you a long day. Uh, Danielle, thanks for uh, being a good sport. Ah, oh, thank you. <laughs> There we go. Wow. There we go. Under the thumb. That means we're going to have some spare Ed Sheeran tickets. More to give away after nine. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. I, Malcolm Blyton, do swear that I will well and truly serve the people of Australia. The office of Prime Minister. It's always lovely to get a message early in the morning saying the Prime Minister would like to speak with you. That is, of course, if, if, if you're not in trouble. Yeah, I just thought about that. Maybe that's the reason. Malcolm Turnbull is on the air. Good morning, buddy. Good morning. Great to be with you. We're not in trouble? Brisbane. Are we in trouble? No, no, no. You are not in trouble. And you yeah. are in Queensland, which is the state where we are going to build the new combat reconnaissance vehicles. This is a massive investment the super in tank. the Australian defence industry. Lots of jobs, lots of technology. These are the advanced manufacturing jobs of the future. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be hundreds of them here. Uh, 1,450 across the whole country, wow. but hundreds of them here in Queensland. So That's it's a great, great. announcement. Yeah. yeah, it's great when you've got our more jobs. Safe, yes. yeah. Giving them the capabilities to protect us in the 21st century and, and the best technology to keep them safe so that yeah. they can complete their mission, do their job, and then get home safely. That is big news. Did you, did you hear what we built recently? What did you build? We built a goon raft <laughs> and we travelled across the Brisbane River in it, made um, entirely from cask wine, you know, those sacks? Oh, yeah, cask <laughs> So And you didn't sink. No, no we, we didn't, didn't sink, but it just made me think about it because we had a... Uh, you weren't worried about the sharks? We, we were. were. We were, but I'm just saying we weren't safe and we would have, we could have really used some of your... Uh, a yeah. tank? Yeah. <laughs> okay, now, now if a shark had come... Yes. Oh, this is what I want to know. If a shark mm. had come, mm. which one of you would have been thrown overboard to distract the shark while the other two got back safely. No, we We, did make that decision and it was me because I was the slowest rower. We we did a race to decide it and Abby was going to be the The sacrificial lamb. The chum, as we called her. (laughs) Mm. That's really mean. Yeah, Abby, well, how do you feel about that? I didn't row the fastest. It's a fair game here. Um, She agreed to to it. We set the rules out before we had the race. So she knew what she was in for. Mm. It sounds like you need a combat reconnaissance vehicle to protect you from your workmate. Our <laughs> uh, Prime Minister, can you call are, one? Are you us? offering us yeah. one of those as our station car? Is that what you're saying? We could, we well, could do think, that? No, I think Abby needs one as a. Abby needs one, you know, to be to sort of arrive as a taxi to protect her from you guys. I, I mean, so. you're going to yeah. feed her to the sharks. That's yeah. really rough. Imagine that though, because I used to drive black thunders and hand out ice cold cans of Coca Cola. I could yeah. do that at the back of a tank. Yes. Yeah, well, it's, that's that's that that's it's a that's essentially what we're talking about here. <laughs> the, uh, the, but it, look, ser- seriously though, it is a it, it is, is great. Yeah. It, it is it it is it's a great step forward developing here in Australia, so it becomes Australian technology and building up a big defence industry base in Australia. And whether it's building ships or building uh, uh, you know vehicles, armoured vehicles like the Boxer, the combat reconnaissance vehicle we're announcing today. All, the more work you do in Australia, the more jobs you create in Australia and the more skills you develop. Can I ask you this? Our, our forces, do you know anything? Did you, were you across these Irish scammers that were here in, in Queensland? Yeah, I've read about it and the Queensland police are investigating it. Yeah, it sounds, yeah well, I mean, they... they uh, if they'll be... Uh, if they've, if these, they've been committing these crimes, as uh, alleged, 
Apparently, uh, we let them leave. Will be, the, border, the border forces apparently were, thought it was going to be too hard to, to convict, so they just let them, them leave. Do you know anything about that? Uh, that's I'll, I, I'll certainly ask Peter Dutton about that, but yeah. it's uh, but as I understand it, the offences are being invested by, investigated by Queensland Police. But uh, the uh, certainly you know we don't want scammers of any kind operating in Australia, and uh, if people are committing offences here, the police should investigate it, and uh, they should be hauled before the courts. Yeah. Are, are we going to call the tank Tanky McTank face? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I just, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think it's tradition now. No, you kind of no, have no, to. It's called, no, okay. it's called the boxer. It's called the boxer is the is the the name of the uh, of the type. But uh, no, I think that you're, you're you're thinking about that rather embarrassing. Uh, uh, choice of a name for a ferry, ferry. in Sydney. Bodie yes. McBoatface. Yeah, that was that was not that was not a uh, great move. Yeah. No, it's. Uh, yeah. No, look, it, it is a it's it's a serious business uh, keeping our soldiers safe, uh, and we have some great armoured vehicles in Australia. We've got lighter ones, the armoured personnel carrier, the Bushmaster, which has saved hundreds of lives uh, in Afghanistan and Iraq because it's uh, mine resistant. Uh, there's a variant of that, the Hawkeye, which is which is also built in Australia. These are built down in Victoria. This is a heavier vehicle, closer to a tank, mm. combat reconnaissance vehicle. And the greatest uh, capability, the greatest lethality, uh, with the greatest protection for our soldiers. Hey, we were just talking about you with uh, Joel Creasy, who was on the show, about the selfie that you got with Sher. Did it hurt you that she apologised for the selfie? Uh, I, well, I saw that. I didn't. I think she. I think she was um, a bit baffled by the uh, by some of the criticism, which was yeah. very mean. I thought to her. Uh, because we had a, I mean, Sher was uh, was so impressed by the big yes vote yeah. on same-sex marriage, and she congratulated me on it. And we talked about it. We talked about the high participation rate, and she was, you know, she she thought it was a great win and a great victory uh, and a great statement about the, you know, the goodwill and yeah. you know the 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 affection, the love in Australia, and it was a, and uh, so I I think some of that social media commentary that they had she had she had on Twitter was as usual pretty nasty. Yeah. Well, you know, but some of it can be very nasty, which is why it Prime Minister if you want to be, we'll have if you to want to be sane and happy, don't read Twitter tonight. Yeah, oh, yeah that's that. it. Good Listen point. to the radio instead. Well, oh, we like it. We like it. Which is so loving. Which is so loving. <laughs> I mean what are you you guys are so fond of each other. You're talking about feeding Abby to the shark. All right. <laughs> I mean <laughs> I'm glad you're concerned about my welfare. We'll have to leave it there, I Prime Minister. Thank totally. you so much All for right. coming on this morning. Great, Great to, to talk. See ya. Bye. Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hey, we're going to play Alpha Bucks tomorrow. Uh, it's worth $10,000. If you want to play, it'll be the 15th of March. Also, our payday here at work. Yes, sweet. Um, here's a letter for you to practice and get sorted. It is G for go-go. G for go-go. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. You'll save Alpha Bucks with Alpha Airport Parking. Alphaairportparking.com.au Staff, Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Yeah, every morning, 8 a.m., you know what we do? We say it's time to win $10,000, and then we play Alpha Bucks. You'll save Alpha Bucks with Alpha Airport Parking, alphaairportparking.com.au. Let's go. Go to Josh in Northgate. Morning, Josh. Morning, mate. All right, you've got the hard part done. You've gotten through on 131060. Now, 
Abby's going to give you a letter. Every answer must start with that letter. 50 bucks per answer and 10 grand if you get them all right. Okay, buddy? Get it. All right, right. let's do it. Good luck, Josh. Your letter this morning is C for cold. Right. No worries. Okay. Name a chick flick. Uh, Next. Name a Brisbane suburb. Calba. Name an underwater animal. Uh, catfish. Name something annoying. Uh, children. Name a female singer. Uh, pass. Name a savoury snack. Chips. Name a piece of furniture. Chair. Name a fast food chain. Uh, Costco. Name no. a cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> um, Time's up. 250 yeah. bucks, though. Well done. Awesome. Thank you. So what did you say for suburb? Okay, Capalaba. I was asking him, but I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. I didn't want you to take away the money. <laughs> Pretty sure that's what you said, right, Josh? I did. Yeah, I yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, 250 bucks. Go through a couple that you missed. Uh, Chick flick could have had Clueless or Charlie's Angels. Uh, female oh. singer could have had Carrie Underwood and uh, fast food chain. You could have had Carl's Junior. Uh, of course. Yeah. Good on you, man. Some sweet cash, though, uh, coming your way. We'll play again tomorrow, 8 a.m., another 10000 bucks on the line. You'll save Alpha Bucks with the Alpha Airport Parking, alphaairportparking.com. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Now, Candy, our producer, and I were texting about this last night because both our partners surf, and I wanted to get their opinion on it as guy surfers who also watch it on TV because... The World Surf League has made a few changes and they did this um, to do with the Gold Coast uh, Quick Silver Pro. That's happening. Right now? Yeah. So you know how the girls surfing do an amazing job? Yeah. But they can wear whatever they want. They always wear rashes because, of course, you don't want to get a rash while you're doing the surfing. But a lot of them, whatever they want to wear, maybe it's up to their sponsors, will either wear a bikini mm-hmm. or even a high-cut bikini or they can wear board shorts. Right. Up to them. There's mm. no real dress standard. Well, yeah, it's not expected that they're going to wear a suit. I, th- I would say suits would be a, a definite drag in the water. You're guaranteed swimwear <laughs> if you turn on the surfing. Look, I always find the water cold, so I'd wear a wetsuit yeah. regardless of the weather on the Gold Coast. But look, they're, they're pros. They can do whatever they want. But I find this maybe going a bit too far. And 131060, if you've got an opinion on it, they have decided that they will change their broadcasting depending on what the girls are wearing. So if they choose to wear a bikini, any of them doing the photography uh, photography for it will not be able to zoom in. They'll have to do it in a wide-angle lens. Right. And if the broadcast uh, for the TV, they won't be able to zoom in. So they have to do it like what? a drone shot. I know. Here we can see a speck of a girl on the wave. She's doing yeah. quite well from afar. Because if you're Why? S- because if you're surfing, it does this angle because you're zooming in on the bottom. Yeah. Right. Yeah, well, because she, she's facing that way because that's the way the wave is. Yeah. Mm. And they're saying that's exploitative? Yeah, but I don't know if any of the girl surfers have come out and said we care about it because it's up to them what they want to wear. I mean, Stephanie Gilmore generally wears board shorts. Mm. Yeah. I, see, this is where we've got to be careful with everything that's going on in the world. Because well, yeah. there's the Me Too campaign and all that stuff, which is fantastic and it's great. But does, is this going too far now? 
Well, for me, I'm really annoyed by it because now all you're doing is focusing on what the girls are wearing during their sport rather mm, than the actual right. sport themselves. And I don't think you have this hoo-ha over what the guys are wearing. But do we the guys g- want to go, oh, hashtag free the nipple. We don't feel comfortable. Yeah. We don't want to zoom up. But we're creating, it's like someone sat there and gone, oh, this could be an issue. Let's create it and make it a thing. If none of the girls have complained, mm. no no one, the, guy, the, the guys, all the girls who operate the cameras for the broadcast of it yeah. aren't going, hey, let's get her ass on there. Mm. Well, that's they're they're thought, going, just, she's in the middle of a wave, let's zoom in so the people at home can see her riding a wave. See, I said this to my husband because I was reading out. I was like, this is silly. Why would they do this? The girls have beautiful bodies. They want to wear whatever they want. If they feel comfortable wearing that, then so be it. And my mm. husband goes, no, I don't think it's needed. I said, what do you mean? He goes, well, they don't need to zoom in. There's no requirement of it. And he goes, and I was actually happy when they stopped zooming in on the girls during tennis. Hmm. I said, oh, okay, well, that's a bit of a curveball. Why, 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 what is, why does it matter said, well, if they zoom in on the tennis? Because a lot of them were wearing um, shorter Short skirts shorts. and they were zooming in when they were sitting down and getting their drinks. Right. And you could see up their dresses. And he said, I thought that was inappropriate. So I was happy that they've got now a standard on what they are and aren't allowed to show. I guess if they zoom in on the girl surfers differently than they do on the male surfers. They don't, they do the same though. Well, then there isn't an issue. Yeah. yeah. Then, what, then what's next? You can't start zooming in on single women in AFL teams. You, you only shoot the team. Yeah. If you zoom in on one woman, then you're, you're being a creep. Mm. Like, it's... No, I agree, because you're making it yeah. double standards, and then it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Shoot, okay, no more cameras in the NRL change rooms, because Thigh Day is going to be walking around in his DTs. He does like doing that, doesn't I'd he? I agree oh, with that one does anyway. He yeah. Do we know? Yeah, <laughs> I agree too. But you don't know that. Maybe he's being exploited. Hmm. We zoom in on him. I, I think we're, we're going down a, a bad road. We're going down a bad road where a great movement, which is doing great things, is going to become just so ridiculous mm. that it, it's, it's going to cancel itself out. Yeah. And I feel like the girls are strong enough girls to decide what they want to be able to wear mm. rather than someone else making the decision about what they're not and are allowed to show of their body. I mean, Stephanie, was Stephanie Gilmore did a whole ad pretty much focused on her bum. Yes. Is that yeah. Sally Fitzgibbon? I get them confused. Yeah, she was the uh, the Roxy mm. bottom, and it was like, who was the bottom? Mm. And oh god, I mm. couldn't stop searching for it. Well, <laughs> you creep. No, uh, I, I just <laughs> <laughs> Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. Hey, the Quicksilver, the Gold Coast Quicksilver Pro is underway, and like Australian stars Stephanie Gilmore and Sally Fitzgibbon, during their heats, they've been wearing board shorts which is up to them whatever they want to wear. Mm. But uh, everyone filming for either TV or just for photos has been said, look, for the other competitors that are wearing high-cut bikinis, make sure you don't zoom in at all. So there's a bit of bottom showing. Mm. Well, that's what, yeah, if you zoom in a photo and they're wearing that and bending over, I guess. But we just want to know, is it going too far? Because we don't believe any of the girls have made that request. It's mm. just the league saying, hey, let's get on board the two, uh, Me Too movement, which is great. But if no one's requested it, it's not an issue. Are mm. we going too far? What do you reckon, Cara, in Spring- Springfield Lakes? I just, I think it's ridiculous. Like, we're trying to get rid of the stigma that it's a man's world for our daughters. Mm. And when you're adding this kind of attention that if, you know, look at the men. No one's, no one's saying anything about mm. the men. All of a sudden, all have to have shirts on. None of that. I mean, let's be honest. I'm a woman and I can admire the, you know, mm. male form, mm. but it's not tacky when you do it. So why is it all of a sudden because she's got boobs, mm. it's mm. suddenly sexualized? Yeah, it's mm. interesting because I watch the surfing with my husband 
And I will have to admit, I probably watch it for the female form more than he does because then I start Googling all their workouts. I think, oh, gee. Yeah. But he actually watches it for the surfing and goes, that yeah. was good. Yeah, she yeah. deserved a higher score for that. That's the, I think the issue is is one person has the thought and then projects their thought onto mm. everyone else. Just because mm. you're thinking it doesn't mean we all are. Yeah. George uh, and Tingalpa, what do you think about this? No, I think it's gone a bit too far, guys. I think it's a little bit too far. I mean, it's one or two surface complained. You can look at it, maybe change angles, but... No one's complained, and but this is what happens when the PC police take control of society, right? Mm-hmm. Everything's an issue. But um, my, here's my question: what, What's what's going to happen uh, at the volleyball for the Commonwealth Games? Oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, good is point. Is the cameraman going to sit on top of the Q1 and film down, or he's going to use the Hubble point. telescope, George? Yeah. Yeah. He's going to do it from space. Oh, Crystal, yeah. you're on the air. What do you think? Does it really matter? They're choosing to put that on their body, so let it be. Don't make mm. it bigger than it has to be. Get mm. over it, guys. Come on. Yeah, it gets I- embarrassing that you're focusing on their outfits rather than their sport. Exactly. That's exactly it. You know what I mean? Like, I go to the beach in a bikini and, you know, we may get te- photos taken of us. Who cares? Mm. Yeah. Love your body. We're women. Love it. Alrighty. Yeah, that is true. And I find if we cover up so much, we make it more of a deal. Mm. I know that sounds stupid, but I would encourage more women to wear less on the beach and feel comfortable. Because if we're more likely to see cellulite, then we're more accepted. It's like mm. breastfeeding as well. You know, the more people breastfeed in public, the more comfortable we are with it. You know, when something's an unusual, you sort of glare right, at it. African villages don't have problems breastfeeding because they see it as they grow yeah. up and they know how to do it and it's not a weird thing. Esther and Zilmi are one of my favourite suburbs. Um, what do you think? <laughs> I think I agree with Abby. It's completely ridiculous and it's just detracting from all the hard work and the effort that these girls have put into Mm. their surfing. And it's just like anything in any industry or any sporting arena where women are, everyone's focused on what they're wearing. Like, why do people care about what we wear so much? Like, I surf and when I'm out there and I'm in a bikini, I don't give a crap about if anything, if I'm being over or anything like that or if anyone can see because I'm proud of what I'm doing and it feels good to be out there. Like, you don't Mm. want someone focusing on what you're wearing. Like, mm. I have a crazy <laughs> idea. This Now, this is going to shock everyone. Mm. Okay. Why don't we let everyone be offended for themselves? Let's not be offended for That's other outrageous. people I'm anymore. I'm offended by that. I'm a little bit offended by <laughs> yeah, that too. Me too. Let's let people have their own offence. <laughs> okay? You, I know you're, offe- you're offended. I am offended. I'm sick of people telling us that we should be offended. Mm. If you don't feel offended, you're not offended. That's how it works. Here, here. Yeah, you, you can choose to be offended. Yes. And that means I can start wearing goggles when I surf, right? No, that's too far, that sister. Too far. Whereas, yeah. I don't, you know what? No one what? lets me. No surfer lets me. Esther, would you go in the water with me if I was wearing goggles surfing? Oh, I mean, we go in the water with you anywhere. You can wear anything. Wear a suit. Yeah. She, <laughs> says, she says that. She's surfing at Burley and sending you to Southport, yeah. though. You're both in the water together. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Uh, yesterday, a great day for us. Yeah, we, we just want to say a huge thank you to everyone that does listen to the show because we had uh, survey ratings and we did okay. So yes. we just want to say a big thank you. Because without you listening, we're just three idiots in a room talking to ourselves. Well, we still are that. But um, <laughs> look, even if you don't like us, thanks for listening. And, you know, we do encourage that. If you download our podcast, um, go, go to the hip app, Hit app, download it there. We want you guys to leave us reviews. Yeah, so. but you're obsessed with negative ones. Well, I just... I like positive. Come on. No, you can do positive, but even if you want to leave a bad review, I think it's always good to know how you can improve. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. people can pat you on the back and say how great you are, but sometimes a little bit of negative reinforcement... Constructive criticism. Yes. So how are you going to change, Manny? 
Um, oh, there's, look, I've got a very long list. So what I need you to do, Brisbane, is just bear with me, okay? <laughs> Give me what you want me to change and I'll, I'll do my best. So the other thing that I love to do, um, when new sites post things on Facebook, I read the comment section. Doesn't matter what it's about, especially if it's political things. Just watching, watching people fight in comments on Facebook is better than getting a Danny Green and Mundine fight on Foxtel <laughs> and a lot cheaper. Right. It's, but would you read comments about yourself? Yes. Does it not, like, because I get upset by them. I go, oh, no, I'm not going to read them. I don't need to know what people think of me. If you write something negative about me on Facebook, I will find it and I will like it. That's, right, well, that's, what gonna... I, that, that's just the way it is, I'm okay? Get started. Not gonna, occasionally they're a bit hurtful, but, but I, I figure... It's water off a duck's back, right? Because we know yeah. how brilliant we are. <laughs> no, no. The, <laughs> You could say that. Yeah. You could say that. Well, no, but you do have to have the confidence. If you don't have, yeah. if you don't have confidence, in, then, yeah. then it would be hurtful, but it's not. You're not going to like everyone in life, and that's just the way it is. Right? So last night, uh, when the Courier Mail posted a story about our great ratings on the show, which we're very proud of, um, the comments started coming in. Some great ones, um, like from Adam, said he loves us. Jess Irwin thinks it's, we only won because of R&B Fridays. That we'll may be that. true. But, we don't care. Yeah. yeah we like um, R&B Fridays. Uh, Alexander said, how? They are so annoying and boring. Did you like that one? Uh, yep, I've liked it. <laughs> from, my pers- from my personal account. Madonna Stewart, yay, love listening. Um, fantastic. But at the top, there was a lady, Kimberly, who commented and said, they're great, except Matt. He annoys the absolute shite out of me. Right. I liked that one. Uh, that's good. It's actually had four likes, so that's good. I'm, I'm one of those likes, too. I thought it was a pretty good made-up name myself. Yeah. but <laughs> always, I've always felt like a Kimberly. It's good how you put the photo with her. Um, and then this is where they, they branch out, and Vanessa has written, Matt's voice is rather annoying. Uh, I've messaged Vanessa and said, thanks for the feedback. We'd love to get you on to discuss it more. She joins us now. Hi, Vanessa. Hi, Matt. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Even if he sounds like he's not. Vanessa, <laughs> I'd like you to uh, take you inside a meeting we had this morning because Matty said to us, he turned to Stav and I and he said, have I got a whiny voice? And our response was... <clears throat> <laughs> that was the response. Because if you can't say anything nice, Vanessa, <laughs> you should comment on the internet. So... <laughs> So what is, what is it about my voice, Vanessa? Because I, I, I'm not putting it on. This is just it. Oh, I, I was wondering if it was a put on. Mm. You know, some people do that. But yeah. um, um, it's not all the time. It's just sometimes. When you talk. Um, yes. <laughs> the pitch is a bit, mm. you know, high. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I wonder if... Um, you're still going through puberty? Yeah. No. Oh, no, that's... Valid point. Yeah, that's, a, that's, that's a good, good point. point. He mm. do, his son does look um, older than him. Try a deep voice for Vanessa. See what she... Like. Hey, Vanessa. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no. Oh, hey, respect. Not, just... This is between me and Vanessa. Right. You, can't, you, can't, you can't pick on every voice I do. No, but not a sexy, creepy voice. Just like... Hey, yeah. hey, hey Vanessa. That sounds like a porn star voice. Yeah. 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 Hey, Vanessa. No. Yeah. What do you think of this voice? Is this how you want me to talk moving forward? No. No? What, up, up or down? <laughs> Medium. Yeah. Uh, up, up, up a bit? No, up just bit. find your voice a bit more, mate. Like, come uh, on. Hey, Vanessa, how about this? That's not too bad. Yeah, a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. it's getting there. Which, which way should I go, up or down? You just got to say up or down, up or down. Up, up. Hey, Vanessa, what do you <laughs> no, think about no, this? No, 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 no. <laughs> hey, Vanessa, 
what if I talk about this every morning? He want to fail. I'm sorry. I, I this. I, I know what you're saying though. When I get excited, I'm mm. like, ah! yeah, you do. Yeah. Vanessa, you can call any time, okay? Right. And just give a little yeah. bit of a, hey, Maddie, that was a bit too high. Mm. <laughs> yes. I do have to say, though, I am a big fan of the show. Aww, oh, well, we love you. you. Like, Your so- voice is unique. It does make the show. Oh, so, oh, okay. Thanks, Vanessa. Makes it annoying, but still makes, makes it. Makes it. We'll take that. Yeah, we'll take yeah that. I know. And you have really good ideas, so mm. I keep listening. Oh. Well, that is a win. That is a win. I will try and do something about my voice, but I can't make any any promises. You go to a voice coach. That is such commitment. She'll still listen, even though it's like nails, nails down going down a chalkboard. And mm. that's why I love our people that listen yeah. to the show. Thanks, Vanessa. We appreciate them all. Thank you. Love you, Vanessa. I did voice okay. training. Thanks, Vanessa. I did voice training. So I had a really high-pitched voice before I went to drama school. I don't know how to do it now. But no, I used to really talk a little Pretend bit like you're this. you're watching uh, Married at First Sight. Oh, my God. I used to just talk like this the whole time. Yeah. And then... The voice teacher said to me, that's not your voice, get out, Barbie. And I was like, no, this is my voice. And then eventually, after a couple of years, I, yeah. I sound like a drag queen. So well, I'm not, I'm, Like I said, I'm not putting this voice on. I just I sound like a 13-year-old girl. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. But to get things off our chest, I was really excited to get a leather couch. Uh-huh. I put it on lay-by, how old school, just to save up for it. We didn't have a couch, we just sat on the floor for four months. Sure, got some milk crates. Yeah, but I realise that is better than what has happened now because I went through with the kids that this is the most expensive item I've ever bought and you need to treat it as such. Yesterday, Jagger came to me, my youngest, and went, uh-oh, mummy, <laughs> with a pen in his hand. Uh-oh. And he's driven, driven all over the couch. <laughs> like, all over it. That's not an uh-oh. That was, he meant to do that. Uh-huh. Yes, I know that pretty hard to ground a three-year-old, but... <laughs> Give him a wallop, smack. He just doesn't no. care. He that. doesn't care. Thanks. But no thanks. Took away his food. No food for a week. <laughs> we don't smack. We just stuff. <laughs> that is not true for all the people hearing that going, I need to call them. I know this is going to be a bit gross. But occasionally, if you can do a cheeky sportsman's blow... And no one's around. What? You'll do it. You know what a sportsman's oh, blow is? Oh, I didn't know until now. You cover up one nostril. Where do you do it, though? On, onto the ground. Oh. Not, in, not inside. Not inside. Always outdoors. Always outdoors, or right? Or in the shower. Yeah, everyone in the shower. This morning, I got out of my car. And I was like, oh, I think I can do a cheeky one. Nick, you park near me. Yes, I do. Park right next, next door to you. And I thought, I'll quickly do it. But karma got me instantly. Because... There was almost 400 square metres of tar to hit, but I aimed it right on my shoe. <laughs> thanks. But no thanks. <laughs> They're blue suede shoes too. Oh. <laughs> blue suede shoes. should write a song about it. Yeah. Hey there, guy that pats you down for explosive powder at the airport. Always seems to pick me. Mm. Like, legitimately. Every time I go through, I get the dusted. Yeah. Mm. Admittedly, maybe this time was my fault. My bag was full and I had nowhere else to put my Cheerios, so I duct taped them to my chest. <laughs> <laughs> May have been a bad idea in hindsight. <laughs> 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 Thanks, but no, no. 
Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. There we go. That's the podcast done. Thank you for making it to the end. You are one of our most valued people. Yes, you are. BJ. Uh, BJ sent us an email because... Um, Before we get to that, should we mention Abby's still not here for the podcast recording? That's all right. She's making herself some brekkie. Is she? Um, but uh, I wasn't here for yesterday's and you did talk about um, BJ's original email and now he emailed again and that's oh. the thing. Was it was BJ the the, the one who apologised for writing Stan? Stab. No, Stab. well Stan, it was Stan, Stan Abby and Matt. Yes. Um, and he wrote and said, uh, she wrote, sorry, and said that it is a, a typo. But in the the irony is in the typo that they made, we've made a typo talking about it because BJ is actually a man, and we thought he was a girl. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I don't know why we assumed. I don't know because BJ could be. Either one. Yeah, true. I don't know why I assumed that it was a girl. Maybe I wasn't here, and I know that Abby knows a girl called BJ. Um, I think it's one of her friend's wives is called BJ, so she may have just gone with association. Uh, That's true. Um, Now, the reason that would have got on air as well is we do shout-outs from our podcast. So if you leave a uh, one in the comments, a review, Uh one to five stars, say whatever you want, Mm. even if you hate our guts. Yes. If you think we're pathetic losers. See, I don't think that's going to happen too much because no one's going to sit through the entire podcast if they do hate our guts. Oh, so we should should be doing this at the start of the podcast, shouldn't we? I just don't know if they would bother. But go on, what do you got? You got anything? Uh, I'm going to take a quick look. Well, look, it's a good day when... We're currently sitting at 69 reviews. Great. <laughs> Not even lying. Uh-huh. Um, let's have a look, see if there's any extra ones. Remember, if you don't put comments, um, we, we don't see it either. Uh, we did get one 12 hours ago uh-huh. from Pure Ors. A-W-S-E-S. Uh-huh. Ors? Ors. Abby's just joined us. Oh, thanks for waiting. You didn't even <laughs> wait for me. Bless you. Pardon? He didn't wait for me. He started when I came in. Oh, wow. Dream what? team. Well, you, you are running late. Uh, no, sorry. I had to wee and I'm wearing a jumpsuit at the moment. So excuse me while it took a long time to get it all off and then you have to stand naked. And then to tell you a true story, there were skid marks in one of the toilets and I didn't want to use it because I didn't want someone to think hey, that that was me. Don't, that's aggressive. Don't speak to me aggressively, please. I'm, not, I'm just explaining why. Hashtag equality. Sorry about the skid mark. Uh, um, yeah, you've got to use the brush. If you leave, if you, if you leave a track, you've got to okay. rake it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, did our review just go down after <laughs> that? <laughs> Here we go. Hi, guys. Uh, Hola to all my Colombians. Hola. Colombia. I always want to go to Colombia. 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 I live in Brisbane and work in the afternoons. I love listening to you guys on the podcast as it eases my long night shifts. Uh, you are amazing and extremely funny. Every week you keep coming up with great ideas and I love it. Also, shout out to my beautiful uh, fiance. Oh, I feel bad because I'm going to get this wrong, I think. Uh, Kishana. Okay. Spelt with a K? K. K. Kishana. K I S H A R N A. Kishana. 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 Blessing you guys. Ciao. Aw, ciao. 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 Uh, so, yes, if you want shout outs, we'll do those as well. Leave a review on the podcast. Have a great day, everyone. Bye. Bye. Stab, Stav, Abby and Matt.